What's up, everybody? This is Jen. And this is Trent from NotingGrace.com. Welcome to the Your Home Renewed podcast. Where we talk about the why behind the DIY. We want to help you create a home with purpose that you love to live in. From design dilemmas or renovation struggles. And finding the motivation to tackle that project you've been putting off. This is the place where you can find encouragement to get the job done. It's your home. Renewed. The cobras, the panthers, nothing tougher than some slick back hair, some dance moves to make you switch blade. No, it's a comb. Did you ever get one of those? Uh, unfortunately, yes. Mm-hmm. They were super cool because I didn't have a real switchblade, of course. Of course. But yeah. I would have liked a real switch. I did have a <laughs> butterfly knife. Have you ever seen a butterfly knife? It's the kind where you go, whoosh, whoosh, and, oh. and then you can close it, and the knife is stuck in the little thing, and you whoosh. Well, welcome to another episode of Your Home Renewed. I'm Jen. And I'm Trent. And today we are talking about... How to Love Your Home, and this is the second part. We had our first part of the series where we discussed, um, uh, it was... Uh, Man, it was yesterday or something. (laughs) Uh, In part one, we talked about focusing on what is good. That's right. And so today, we are going to focus on... What you can control. That's right. What so, can you control? So how can you love your home? By focusing on what you can control. Now, there are some things that are out of your control, and there are some instances where it's completely out of your control. So take, for instance, if you live in a rental, which we mm-hmm. have. Yes. Um, but did that stop us It never from did. Decorating? Not once. No. Um, right before we moved from Vegas back to Tennessee, we had a rental, and this rental... Um, was in pretty bad shape. Mm-hmm. But we went to the homeowner yeah. and said, look, we are DIYers. We would love to kind of, while we live here, make some improvements to the home. Would that be okay? Would you negotiate on the rent? Yeah. And so we were able to kind of fix up the place a little bit for them. Yeah, that's and, right. And so that's, that was... a, that's a pretty handy uh, life hack. <laughs> That's right. You know, hey, uh, if I get a little break on the rent this month, but I fix this light. We had to replace, um, because the washer and dryer were upstairs, the drain pan. Oh, yeah. So that was part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, one thing that we did for decorating was we installed a temporary backsplash. And I yeah. think we attached it either with really small finishing nails or we attached it maybe with um, those Velcro Strips that you okay. can hang pictures with. You know, we used to use quake putty since oh. we lived out west. Yeah. Where there's earthquakes. Um, and it's just, it, they use it in museums too. Like if they're going to mm-hmm. put a vase. Is that how you say it? Vase. And um, <laughs> I guess it's a vase if anybody owns it. But if a museum owns it, I yeah, think that's yeah. officially turned it's into like, a vase. Hey, this is our vase. But anyway, they put it on the bottom of the vases and they stick it on the pedestal that mm-hmm. they want to, and it kind of helps keep it in place, but it's, it's removable. It's that's not, right. it's not sticky. It's just 
it'll it does leave a little bit of a residue because i would put it on we had a gallery wall and the pictures i mean we had boys who were crazy and would run up and down the halls and so emphasis on crazy the pictures would suddenly be askew so i would put a little bit of that quake putty on one of the corners and it would keep the picture in place but when we did eventually take those pictures down there's there is a little bit of residue left and that's where one of those magic erasers comes in handy there you go so if you live in a rental you can also do they've got uh, removable wallpaper which it really truly does not leave anything Hmm. on the walls even if you are afraid that it's going to leave something on the walls we did a hack where we put cloth um, in our Tennessee oh, home, yeah. we had fake wallpaper that we used with fabric. So we used the liquid starch to hang the fabric on the wall. Yeah. And then, you know, all you have to do is peel yeah. it off and then wipe the starch off the wall. And then mm-hmm. you're back to square one. Heck so yeah. there are definitely um, some elements by living in a rental that you can control that still make it your own. But there mm-hmm. are some things that obviously, you know, it's not your property. So you are limited on what you could do. I mean, if you are handy and you want to swap out a light fixture, just remember you're going to have to put the old fixture back before you move out. True. Stuff like that. Or tell them, knock off, you know, some money off the rent. If you want to keep that nicer light, they might like it. You never know. Hey, remember when pallet wood was a thing? Oh, we did lots of things. We did a light box um, in our kitchen with pallet wood. We've got a bookcase that we put pallet wood on the back of. I think we did a headboard for one of the boys. That was not pallet wood. That was deck wood. Oh, yeah. We just cut off part of our deck and was like, hey, we could make a headboard out of this. <laughs> we cleaned it, though. I mean, obviously. <laughs> Left all the uh, carpenter bees in it. His first night of sleep was horrible. It's <laughs> 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 a nightmare house. But another thing you can do in uh, a rental or even in your own home, this is a twofer special, mm-hmm. but... Uh, out of some found pallet wood, we made a uh, an island, kitchen island. Oh, that's right. We did maybe, the kitchen uh, island. Maybe here could be the picture of that. Okay, here. Yeah. Ooh. So uh, we made this island mm-hmm. um, and... Because uh, we didn't have a lot of counter space, hardly any counter space. Yeah. We needed something to prep our food. And so we built this custom two-size yeah. island. Then... One side was closed. The other side was open with a shelf in it mm-hmm. so that we could put, put our pots pot and some pans. pans in there. And then you had some genius uh, idea of a curtain, pressurized a curtain. curtain rod. Yeah, like a on the tension. Inside. Tension curtain rod. Right. <laughs> and uh, you put a curtain and it well, that covered, was when the, we, covered the pots. That was when we upgraded it. Oh, gosh, there was an upgrade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we took the pallet wood, and we, we brought it with us to Tennessee, yeah. and we had the pallet wood in our kitchen in Tennessee for a while. But it... Was it the same one? It was the same one, same but we just one. removed the pallet wood, mm. and then we covered it with beadboard, and then we put a, lo- oh, a darker yeah. piece of wood as the countertop just to give it yeah, a little it, bit it of upgraded fence. Because yeah. the, the pallet wood one was a little... It was very rustic, which yeah. that's fine. But if it was you cool. have a farmhouse feel, you know... You, it, it upped it. Everybody came in and was like, oh, wow, that's so cool looking. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, but it was above all functional because that's, that's right. what we needed. That's right. And we were able to take it with us and repurpose it in another home. That's right. Yeah. And it was very easy to make. It was super easy to make. Because w- rustic can mean, hey, my saw marks aren't very perfect. <laughs> Everything's a little rough. That's right. It's rustic. That's right. Yeah. 
Not a pro. Everybody loves rustic. Yes. You pay more for rustic. Okay, so those are some things that you you can control. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're living in a rental and your hands are tied, you don't have much to do, those are hopefully some ideas that can help you out. Um, if you aren't allowed to paint, I know that in one of our rentals, we talked in our last episode how we did a faux finish yeah. and got permission from the that's homeowners. Right. Always talk to them. You never know what they're going right. to agree to. Right. That's right. But mm-hmm. if you are limited, you're not into doing the faux wallpaper, you can always add color by incorporating pillows or a throw blanket, or there are other ways that you can add your personality, even if you do have those stark walls that you're not too fond of. That's right. You can also add plants around the house. Oh, that's right. We talked about dividing a plant, Mm -hmm. and then you can, that's one way to save money. So if you have an overgrown plant, you can divide it. Don't throw it away. Let it disperse them. I learned a valuable lesson. (laughs) But you can always add plants. That touch of greenery works. Fake ones too. I love fake plants because I really struggle. Water them. That's well, and this one. Yeah. That behind that. Yeah. It's drinking some water right now. (laughs) Hopefully, like come back to life before the podcast's over. Is that how plants talk? I, I don't think know. so. Is it the same old man who's... Yo, I'm a plant and I'm calling you on the phone. Uh. Um, okay, well, so there are some things in our home that we currently live in that are out of our control. Um, we've got super tall children. Um, our one son, I mean, he barely clears mm-hmm. doorways. Yeah. He's so tall. We use his hair to dust the ceiling. <laughs> Put a balloon, yeah. make sure it's real A couple of Swiffers. A uh, yeah. <laughs> couple of Swiffer hats, and he just walks around the house. <laughs> like a bobblehead, apparently. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. No, but we do <clears throat> wish, like, I love the look of tall ceilings, mm-hmm. and we've just got the standard eight-foot ceilings. Mm-hmm. I wish we had nine-foot ceilings. It's just... 14 feet. 14 feet. Perfect. Mm. A little more reverberous and musical. I think. So even though we don't have those tall ceilings, that didn't stop us from putting beams in our bedroom. Mm -hmm. And so instead of having the really thick four-inch beams, they're just really thin and close to the ceiling. But you still get this look that you've got beams in your ceiling. And it looks great, uh, even though every four feet you have to duck just a little (laughs) bit to get under the beam. (laughs) But other Can than that, I think we made these too low. <laughs> <laughs> but that that helps. Also, we've noticed that when we um, pull the popcorn down, yeah, that somehow that gives you like another half inch. I, I mean, and, it doesn't because it it's just like, yeah, and there's nothing. It gives you nothing, but that seems so just, much taller. Yeah, because the the popcorn really casts or collects. I don't know. We're at the white. The right word would be, but mm-hmm. it's uh, like shadows. So oh. it, it's kind of a very dark ceiling. So it kind of gives it that yeah. ominous. That's what it is. You know, depression, you know. So, yeah. Well, there are some people who love their popcorn ceilings. And if you love your popcorn ceilings, I mean, rock it and own it and love it. They love their popcorn ceilings? I have had some comments when I have posted about the popcorn ceiling because I've got a tutorial uh, video. And I can make sure to have a link for that of how, like, we've got a little secret trick that we've done to scrape our popcorn ceilings. But I've had some people send me messages saying, hey, I love my popcorn. I'm like, good. 
You hmm. love it. That is awesome. Yeah. You know, so... Y- Maybe you know. in the right situation or room, mm-hmm. it looks okay. Yeah. But in our house, which is already kind of dark, mm-hmm. you know, and we can't control anything about that. We can't... I mean, we could yeah. spend a lot of money and start busting out brick and adding more windows or busting out the roof and putting in skylights or something. But, you know, I mean, that's... uh, Yeah. We're not going to do that. I'm not that advanced in in construction. Well, remember our rules. If if it breaks, or I'm sorry, if it can catch fire, if it... Can leak. Leak, if it can electrocute you, and then also if it's too tall. True. So those are... We've got some rules. We've got a few rules, you know. And some of those rules we break here and there because we can... Some things that leak, we've we've been able to fix. Yeah, but I mean, that's... but nothing like I'm not going to run a pipe through the whole house. No, and connect it to a bunch. I'd rather someone that's right know, come in and do that. But anyway, all that to say, um, yeah, we could probably raise the ceilings. Uh, Maybe in one room, but it I don't know. It seems a little why? ridiculous. And, yeah, and so since we can't control all the ways the light is coming in, we can make little. Mm-hmm. Changes that help and and help it feel bright. And anytime you do something to a room, it freshens it up. And that's right. Since we can't control um, raising the ceilings, then we can control. You know, you're saying in other ways, like with yeah. making the room brighter. That's right. Or yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Gotcha. That's the one. Well, okay. So here's another thing we can't control about this home that we don't like is how close our house are, is to our neighbors. Yeah, I hope they don't watch this podcast because y'all live way too close to us. We don't live too close to you. You live too close to us. We we're minding our own business. But yeah, that that is that was one thing that made this house last on my list when we were yeah. looking at houses to move. Um, that I thought because we came from Vegas where the houses are literally like oh, this. You would sneeze. Your neighbor would sneeze, and you could pass a tissue through the window. Yeah, I mean, I could almost close. lean out the upstairs window and touch the, the wall neighbor. over the fence of the next yeah. stucco house. So yeah. it was, you know, we were ready for some room and, and, uh, so and, our house is right now, not that close, but yeah, instead of it like this, it's, you know, it's, yeah. it's a little wider, but you know, it's, it's a, enough to where you can hear conversations yeah. in the next yard or something. If and you're outside, if, but not when yeah, you're yeah, in the house. Not, not from, and then honestly, once you get in the house, I don't ever think about yeah. how close the neighbors are. So, and I think that's what sold us on the house. We'll walk in, last one on the list. I don't even want to go see it. I walk in and I immediately go, oh, dang it, this is the house. <laughs> dang it. I know. Because she was, we were living in Tennessee. Right. You were there. Mm-hmm. And I drove down here um, to look at all the houses mm-hmm. and kind of just, I was sending video and FaceTiming you and everything. And I walked in the house, and I was like, she is going to love this house. Yeah. And I, I did, too. And as I just kept walking around, and it just was so spacious, it was like, well, okay, this is the one. I can't believe this is the last on the list. And I was even telling the realtor, I was like, I don't even think I want to go see that one. But glad I did. Cause I well, and they really planned. We've talked, we've joked about how, you know, there was a to- separate living area mm-hmm. in the basement that yeah. they had planned out. Um, but they used every square yeah. inch wisely. Ooh, who was it that told you <laughs> that they lived in this house? Oh, I'm, I just got a new student 
uh, in the studio downstairs teaching uh, drums uh, and music to. And her mom uh, walked in and said, uh, hey, I used to live in this house. That's crazy. And uh, yeah, it it used to be a rental. So I think she was one of the families that That rented rented at some point. That's uh, funny. And then uh, one of our nephews had a girlfriend once that said, I was the next door neighbor who lived way too close to me. (laughs) I got mad at her and I said, why do you live so close to me? (laughs) You didn't. I didn't really, but... I will now. I'm going to call her. I'm getting mad. All right. So we so, got... so those are some things that you can't control. But you do have to kind of think, okay, once I'm in my home, that doesn't change how I do love this home. We've got yeah, all right. of this space. We don't have the tall ceilings, mm-hmm. but we have, you know, a, a space. This is the first home that we actually have a mm-hmm. designated space yeah. for everything that we yeah. do. And there's rarely a room that we don't use Every day. But isn't it amazing that the dreams never go away? I know. Even though you look around and go, hey, I like that piece and I like that room. Yeah. You're like, but if Uh I had this, I'd be happier. And And sometimes that can be an issue, but. It is. And like I miss, when we lived in Vegas, we lived up high. You could see the sunsets. The Vegas sunsets are beautiful. So I do miss having that beautiful sunset. Yeah. If you get out of the casinos in Vegas and out into nature out there, it's way better than the casinos. Yeah. So what are some other things that you can control in your home that um, can help you find joy and love? Furnishings. Okay, great. Yeah. Tell us some more about furnishings, Jen. Well, I think that, you know, we've talked about the dilemma of buying frugal, mm. frugally, or purchasing frugal, frugally. Frugal-like. I guess. Frugalic. <laughs> Vols. But we talked about our, um, the one sofa that we... <laughs> You're fun. Um, yeah, like... Okay, let me just put it in uh, man terms, buying crappy couches Mm -hmm. or buying comfy couches, you know? I mean, you know, we've done both. We've done both. But probably bought more crappy couches than than good ones. So sometimes it's better to just get the good one like we talked about. So We talked about that in our Save versus Splurge mm -hmm. um, podcast episode. So that's one thing that if you are kind of wanting to deep dive into furnishings, you can go listen to that podcast and we'll... We do go over some of those elements, but to briefly touch on that here, I think that if you want to have that big, beautiful bed, mm-hmm. then it's worth the splurge. Like yeah. I remember that huge bed that we refinished. Mm-hmm. That was our fr- first like grown-up purchase. Yeah, we didn't Just purchase that, yeah, that bed was like yeah kind of expensive. It was very expensive. Like sticker shock, like whoa. Yeah. You know, now maybe. But now it's our favorite. Yeah. Like, I don't think I would part with it. Yeah, I don't think I want to get rid of it. No. Ever. I never think I need a new headboard or thing. It's like, nope, this one's great. Yeah. Now we changed it. We did the. We did. We gave it an update. We did the project on it, which, and then I could see us painting it again. Yeah. When we get tired of the natural wood. Yeah. You know, or staining it or something, something will come along that'll inspire us to do it. Right. So, um. Yeah, that's a one-time purchase. Don't think I need to replace it. No, and it's held up great because so, it was a quality piece of furniture yeah. versus you know the crappy couch that yeah. we ended up yeah. having to replace two years later. Yeah. 
So furnishings are one. Something else that you can think about that you can bring into your home are different types of decor. So Decor is short for decorations. <laughs> did I get that right? You did. Cool. <laughs> well, something else with decor that you can do is change your style. So let's say you, I mean, I'm one that I think that if you have a cabin, hmm. you have to decorate for the house yeah. that you live in. Or if yeah. you live in a very mid-century modern type house, then you should probably buy mid-century yeah. modern decor. Sure. I don't think like cottage core English country would look good in a mid-century. <laughs> Keep going. Cottage <laughs> core French layouts. But so add the elements of the decor that you like that can help you love the home. So, you know, you can possibly stretch those limits. So if you have a cabin, obviously, if and you don't like bears, something more rustic or or country would work where you don't have to be so kitschy, cabiny, you know, what if you had the skis on the wall or whatever? Skis. Yeah. (laughs) Skis and uh, snowshoes. Yeah. Uh, and then the the elk. All right. Well, you know, I think the way we can close this out is sometimes what you can control is absolutely nothing. Yeah. And sometimes it's financial. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's a medical issue. Uh, maybe you're recovering from surgery. Yeah. Um, and you can't get to anything. Mm-hmm. Um. Or maybe you live in a rental like we talked about and you can't. That's right. You can't decorate too much. That's right. So, well, I mean, the the facade of control. Yeah. We don't really have. We never truly we have really control. We don't really have control of anything. Yeah. We can do what's best. Like, mm-hmm. so you couldn't control that you had to have open heart surgery. Yeah. But on this side of it, you can do your best yeah. by trying to control what you eat. Yeah. Even then, if you go out to eat, you're out of control of what they've put in. Yeah, that's right. If you've bought something from the store, you think that it would be okay, but unless you truly grow your own yeah. vegetables and and man, um, process your own meats, yeah. I mean, you really have... Yeah. It's zero control. So you, you think about that in your life and you think, yeah, there's not much you can control. Mm-hmm. Um, so... But that goes back to our first episode Mm. of finding if it's something that you can't control, focus on the blessings that you do have Mm -hmm. in order to find a way to love your home. Yeah. And I say make peace with being out of control because Mm -hmm. if you don't do that, you'll go crazy. Yeah. And you'll be frustrated. (laughs) Yeah. And you'll be so envious of everybody else that, you know... It's going to have a negative impact on your outlook. So make peace with being out of control. Um, they say trust the process. Okay, maybe. Um, but the, you definitely have to increase your trust. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, uh, you know, God has the best plan in his mind for you. That's right. Well, so if we are to trust in, in a God who is sovereign, I really find that that burden it lifts yeah because yep. it's like why am i going to sit here good. and worry about it when it's out of my control yep. anyway and it gives mm-hmm. you that freedom yep. to live life i mean does that mean that 
I don't freak out or get upset yeah. or sad. No, because, no. of course, when you walked that road, I mean, that was a huge, scary step. I wasn't real happy about it. No, but... I've made peace <laughs> with it now, and some days I'm more peaceful with it than the others. Shaking. Well, sometimes, so... But still, and maybe that's a lifelong process for all of us to make peace, mm-hmm. but uh, that's okay. But I think that it is the trusting in the thy will be done that helps alleviate any of that feeling of control that you think that you may yeah. have. And I think it, that's the ultimate way to find peace. Yeah. And so maybe focusing on what you control can control mm-hmm. is recognizing that you really can't control That's anything. Right. <laughs> there is the rub of it all. Yep. That's right. And so, yeah, maybe that's the that final trust is is like the final release of it because we're going to fight it. Yeah. And we're going to be upset. No, 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 no. Let me let me do this thing. Right. And then you realize ah, everything's just falling around. Just release it. Trust. Mm-hmm. And then the peace comes in, trickles down a That's little right. bit. But, Peace that surpasses all understanding. Yeah. Imagine if we just reverse the order, though, and all the other stuff just wouldn't even come around. So that's the peace, Yeah, the ultimate peace. So. The ultimate peace. Well, all we right. hope that this gave you some ideas and suggestions for focusing on what you can control in your home. And maybe it's that realization that you don't have much control at mm-hmm. all and then finding peace with that. And that helps you build that love for your current living situation. So uh, next week, we're going to be back with another part of in this How to Love Your Home series. Yes. So you won't want to miss that. Make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast listening station or you can always catch our antics here on YouTube as well if you want to see the video of these podcasts. Like and subscribe and hit the bell and all the things that I hope you're doing because <laughs> I need more peace. <laughs> all right, guys. Have a great day. Bye.